Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. And today I'm going to talk about the subject provision. In particular, God's provision in our life and how God wants to provide for us. I'm, I'm confident of that. He's a God that loves us and cares for us and has good things in mind. He's not a God of poverty and lack and, and, and stress, and, but God wants us to learn how His provision works. Well, in our part of the world, uh, the word prosperity has kind of gotten a distorted meaning. So I'm not using the word prosperity like most people would because it kind of gives the idea that, that somehow I will get so rich I can own three or four or five homes and I can own the best of cars. And I'm not knocking or criticizing somebody that does that. That's up to them. That, they're going to have to answer for that. But I do know that God is a God of provision. He will provide what we need at the right time if we walk in faith towards that. Well, uh, I was, uh, uh, my parents were good parents, and uh, I'm so happy to have been raised on a farm and ranch. And, and in this part of my younger years, just as a small boy, uh, my parents taught us to save money. And we just knew that if we got an A, we got a quarter, or we got straight A's, we got a quarter. And if we would could save by working with little uh, allowance, not really allowances, we actually helped dad work. We never got an allowance for making our bed. We had to work for dad, but that's fine. And, and when we accumulated some $50, which was quite a bit of money, uh, we would go to the, the bank and, and mom and dad would match that. So if we had $50, then we would go to the bank and we'd deposit our 50 plus a match from, fifth, from mom and dad. And this was just a pattern over many years. I'm talking about 15 years, 10 or 12 or 15 years. And we accumulated uh, in our savings account some unknown amount because we never uh, looked at it. We, it's not some of our business, even though it was in our personal name. And I was about 17 years old when I discovered that I had enough money in my savings account to buy two brand new cars. I mean brand new, the best cars. I had $6,700 in my savings account and my mom's and dad's best car, Lincoln Marquis, uh, our Mercury Marquis was around $3,500 or $3,000. And so I politely asked my dad, uh, say I kind of got this old you know, secondhand car over here. I was thinking I would maybe get a, a little better car. And he says, nope, no discussion. Well, I'm glad because uh, not long after that, there was some land that came for sale and dad took my money or guided us in putting our money together with my two brothers that made uh, $20,000 and my parents matched the other $20,000 and we had an auction, the Shotton Farms Inc. Incorporated was formed and we had to start with 2,000 acres. Am I so glad that dad didn't let me buy a car that would be worn out and worthless? And so that was my upbringing. And, and my point of provision was that I, ha I see a pattern with what my dad did, and you'll see later in my own life, that I didn't set out to get rich or be prosperous. I set out, he set out to do good business. He set out to do good stewardship. He was a pillar at his the local church and 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 he he uh, and he was a giver to the gospel and we had we had provisions to give and he was just a good steward. And by the way, when we uh, he was not one to be flamboyant or or outgoing in the sense of bragging and uh, when this 
this was a public auction, so there's a little more to the story that there's no one in the entire region. There was this was a big auction, and uh, and there was hundreds of people at the auction, and Dad was successful to buy this biggest parcel of land. Well, everybody knew that he bought that. What they, what they didn't know it was going to happen that at that time wheat was only a dollar a bushel, and within uh, three or four months it doubled in price. The dollar a bushel became uh, $2 a bushel, and the land was sold with the wheat, the surface rights being going with the buyer, that's with us, and we all we did in four months, one thing is all we did was paid the harvesters to harvest, that's just half of the land was planted, that's the way it works, strip farming, and, and that half the land was totally paid for just by buying it and paying for the harvesters to, to cut the harvest. And the next year was almost equally as good. And the entire community, without dad bragging or being a, a braggadocious at all, knew that that land was totally paid for in less than two years. And we've owned that land and parts of that land still today. So God's provision is amazing. But the point of the lesson is Dad didn't set out to do that. He was guided and directed by God to, to do good business, to stick with it, not become weary, not to give up. He had to push through at difficult times. Well, uh, that was a, a key part of my life. So I don't see God's plan to having this master plan, although there's not, nothing wrong in a secular way, to set goals and try to be, uh, have, have provision. But my plan and my encouragement is we just do good, solid business. Well, in my life, um, I was uh, an engineer for my first 10 years out of college, and we had determined to move to attend Bible school uh, in uh, my new town. But we hadn't started out with that plan. And some two years prior to us deciding to go to Bible school, I had decided that I'd have some side income, some side business, and I started buying baby calves. I started with what I had. I had enough money to buy baby calves and feed them and grow them up. There's a whole story in that. But unbeknownst to me, the timing was perfect because when it came time to go to Bible school, I had 10 mama cows that were giving birth to baby calves and these ba mama cows were now worth a thousand dollars each and I had ten thousand dollars to move to go to Bible school. I call that provision. God's provision. Somehow with the diligence, and I'm not bragging, I just say I was diligent. I was involved in my, my local church. I was the treasurer of the local church. It's a small church. I taught Sunday school class. I had been a giver all these years to my tithe, and then I was a giver to missions. And these are just facts. And, and I was dedicated to being the best person I knew as a Christian man. I made mistakes, of course, but I corrected my mistakes. And so there's where God's provision came in. When it came time at this later date, uh, really unplanned for, I'm saying, my goodness, I sell these cattle, this cattle, I have $10,000. That fits right into me having money to move to a new town and get set up and go to Bible school. It wasn't enough to go through two years of Bible school, but it sure helped. I had other people that were at Bible school and they were just telling stories about at the last minute they had no money. They just got there fairly with enough gasoline in their car and they had no plans for money and God provided. 
Well, that's provision, but I kind of think in retrospect that that was an act of mercy and grace on God's part. To, to, and that's not the norm. I don't think you want to run on empty. I don't think you want to uh, be consistently at the bottom of your income with no, no cash reserve. I, I still trust God for everything I have, but I just set the, the, the sta- uh, ability to do solid uh, life with my wife, be committed to my wife, to my family, be committed to my church, be committed to making the gospel of Jesus Christ a part of my life, and then doing good business. And when that happens, the provision is well planned for something I don't even know what it's for. I've heard ministers talk about that, and I do believe that, that when they have vision, there's somebody here that's also called to make the provision, and that person may not even know it at that point. I believe that's true. Well, God has a plan for us. God wants to give you provision. He wants you to. Uh, there's, there's the provision of the first miracle of Jesus and, and the, 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 in, the, the, uh, in the land of Cana where, where there was a, a, a wedding feast and, and somehow on the second day there had run out of wine and, and Jesus didn't make a big scene about it. He just calmly had people, the, the servants, put water into these six big, big containers for water and they drew out the water and it was wine and and the the person in charge with the wedding was amazed at how good the wine was and there's no indication that anybody knew that other than Jesus and his close disciples. I don't know for sure but Jesus demonstrated God's provision in his first miracle and by the way it was a financial provision. So we want to follow God's plan for our life, and it's not to seek riches, it's not to seek prosperity, but it's to believe that God will provide what we need if we walk consistent with His way and His word and His will. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.